It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number two. I'm Jim Galante, and we welcome back in Ross Tucker. How you doing, my friend? Doing awesome, Jim. How about yourself? Not too bad. Uh, we get a chance to talk more Penn State football. Doesn't get any better than that, although I'm a little disappointed in this weather. Snow, would, I thought it was going to be spring, so I'm tired of this weather. But anyway, this past week was Combine Week. Now, we've covered it quite a bit in this week's show, but I wanted to get your perspective as a former player, what it was like to go through all this. Now, you didn't go to the combine yourself, correct? I did not. No, I was. Uh, well, first of all, back then, they didn't invite as many guys to the combine. It was sort of uh, more exclusive than it is now. But I was a bottom of the barrel prospect, Jim. I mean, like it's. Uh, I was very fortunate just to get an opportunity because remember back then, it was an eighty-man off-season roster. As opposed to now, it's a 90-man off-season roster. So it makes a big difference. So I, um, I was just fortunate that Washington signed me as an undrafted free agent. I think I was the, basically the last guy they signed, or one of the last guys. I think maybe they were doing my agent a favor. You didn't go to the combine, but we were talking off the air you did have an opportunity for a pro day, right? And I just want to kind of get the mindset of a player when you're going through this kind of situation where so much is at stake. This is your livelihood going forward. What's the pressure like for you it was going to a pro day? What was that all about? Well, it's interesting because I didn't look at it like livelihood, because I had already accepted a job with Lehman Brothers on Wall Street. So it wasn't like a livelihood thing for me, but I would argue it was something even bigger or more important. It was my dream. You know, it was, you feel like it's almost like your one shot at your dream, especially if you are a bottom of the barrel you know, Ivy League prospect that got a reject grade from, I think it's called National and Blesto that evaluate underclassmen, offensive linemen. Um, the previous spring, I had gotten a reject grade. Uh, shout out to those guys, by the way. Um, and then I had a surgery after my senior year at Princeton on December 7th. I had a hernia surgery. So I played my whole senior year with, they call it now like a core muscle injury. Back then it was called a sportsman's hernia. So I played the whole season with it. It happened the summer before my senior year. So that really stunk, you know, to be perpetually in pain, perpetually feel like you're not 100%. And then had the surgery after Thanksgiving, December 7th, and then back then, you know, it wasn't like a scope or anything, Jim. They had to open you up, you know, push whatever in that had come out, sew it up, and then sew it up again. 
So I was told not to do anything for two months. So that's till like February 7th. Couldn't lift weights. Couldn't work out. Uh, next thing you know, the pro day I'm told I need to go to or that we are invited to is at Rutgers. And I want to say, Jim, it was like maybe March 4th. I don't remember exactly. But I remember thinking I had three weeks to prepare. Three. Everybody else had been doing it since their season ended. But because back then you had a hernia surgery, they're like, well, no heavy lifting. I'm like, well, that's kind of a problem. You know, I mean, I got to be training for the pro day. My agent thought it was a good idea if I um, did the pro day just to show I was healthy. So I thought, okay. So I did the pro day and my numbers across the board were not good. Now, in fairness, Jim, my numbers, even if I had trained my whole life for it, probably would have been average at best. You know, my 10 yard was okay. I think my broad jump was okay. My vertical jump was horrendous. Uh, my bench press was not very good. That actually would have been better if I had been able to train for it. That would have been average. Um, my 40 time was terrible. Absolutely terrible. I'm pretty fast for 10 yards. Okay for 20. I don't get any faster those last 20 yards. Not at all. In fact, I think I start to slow down. I don't know. So um, it's kind of funny because before the pro day, I went up to the Eagle Scout and I introduced myself. I said, go to Princeton. I'm from Reading. Grew up a huge Eagles fan. Like, it's an honor to work out in front of you. And they like to sign, for feel-good stories, they like to sign guys that are local, right? So they would have, they would have killed two birds with one stone, being from Reading, Pennsylvania, and, you know, the Princeton thing. Well, then I did the workout, and... That guy went out of his way to not make eye contact with me afterwards <laughs> and just get out of there as fast as he could. He was not, uh, I, I did not make the cut. Let's put it that way. So, um, you know, the other thing that's interesting about it, Jim, I happened to be at the pro day and there were other guys there that hadn't gone to the combine. This is just an interesting side note. At the combine... They drug test you, street drugs and performance enhancing drugs. They don't do that at a pro day. So if you knew you weren't invited to the combine, you could take steroids all you wanted to get the best opportunity possible to have the best numbers possible for your pro day. And then when that was over, stop taking them. And that was really tough for me because I happened to be working out and know a couple guys that were at the Rutgers Pro Day that were taking steroids. And as a result, well, you know, they, they probably would have been better than me anyway. But as a result, they were way better than me with the numbers. And so I didn't have a great feeling after that. I really didn't. Um, and you do feel a lot of pressure 
especially I would say the lower level prospect you are, um, you know, there's pressure for Brandon Smith and Jahan Dotson and those guys. But it's like the difference between, for Jahan Dotson, maybe first round or second round. Like, cry me a river, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get drafted in the NFL really high, get a nice guaranteed contract, and you're going to be in the league a minimum of three years. There's, I feel like there's a lot more pressure on the guys that are just trying to get drafted at all or just trying to get signed at all like I was. Well, I was going to ask you about that differing mindset. Is it the high end, the briskers and the Dotsons essentially say to themselves, don't screw up, where some of these other guys who are just trying to make the name from the, for themselves, they really have to, as you said, they have the pressure. But with that said, looking at the Penn State group that went there, is there anyone that you thought really helped their cause and on the flip side, is there anybody who hurt their cause? Yeah, I think, uh, I think Brandon Smith helped his cause. You know, not that people didn't already know that he was really gifted and uh, a, a unique size, speed specimen, but he kind of proved that. You know, at his size, to run as well as he did, it's impressive. You know, it's the same thing that made him a five-star recruit in the first place, right? You know, the ability to go ahead and be big, but also be able to really, really run. And that's why he will probably get drafted, you know, higher than I personally think he should, you know? Um, I guess if it hurt anyone... Maybe I would say Brisker uh, because, number one, he got hurt and only did the, uh, the 40 once. And number two, I don't know. There was some talk that maybe he would run in the four threes. I don't know. Um, so I guess those are the guys that kind of jump out to me. You know, Lucada did not help himself running a four eight nine either. You know, I think Jesse Lucada runs a lot faster than that. And he, uh, you know, he pulled up during his second 40-yard dash. So we'll even be able to do the pro day now. So Lucada probably hurt himself the most. Um, the other guy that helped himself a lot, Castro Fields. You know, Castro Fields running a 4-3-8 at 6-1-200. I, I was not expecting that. So I think Castro Fields helped himself the most, uh, along with Brandon Smith. And then I would say Brisker and Lucada getting hurt is not good. Well, you mentioned, you know, Brisker, he ended up running a 4-4-9 when there was talk of him running a 4-3. Apparently, after doing the bench, he tweaked something, I guess, in his back where probably that 449 is not representative of what he can do but how much is that is an issue where someone might look you know what this is also a guy who was battling some injuries during the season here at the combine he tweaks something does it at least give uh, some NFL teams pause that hey wait a minute this guy might be a little injury prone yes yeah 
I mean, it's not good, right? It's not a positive. They're not happy that guys, if you get hurt during the combine. And then the bigger issue is it makes it so, I don't even know if he was able to do the position-specific drills that they really like. And then I don't think, you know, who knows if he'll be ready for the com- for the pro day. The pro day is two weeks away, Jim. So uh, that's a big missed opportunity to improve on their numbers. The last guy I want to ask about is Rasheed Walker, who didn't participate in any drills. We know he was injured going into the bowl game. Is this a guy, especially considering all these injuries, should have more seriously considered coming back to Penn State? Yeah, but I feel like he hasn't gotten better the last two years. And and maybe he feels that way as well. And kind of thought, you know what? I'm not I'm not getting better. I might as well go now. Because I don't think he did get better. I think he should have considered coming back for sure and tried to have a healthy, awesome year. But he's still going to get drafted in the middle rounds. And I don't know that he had done anything, Jim, for me to believe that he'd get drafted higher than that. All right. That's it for quarter number two, Ross. Stick around. Quarter number three, Ross is going to ask your questions. Stay tuned. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout. 